on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Boxberger delivers, swinging a bouncer, hit towards first, a fair ball picked up by Peterson, steps on the bag, and the ball game is over. The Brewers go to Denver and split the four-game series with the Rockies thanks to a 7-6 victory here this afternoon. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City in Milwaukee with Jerry Augustine, here's Matt Pauley. Well, it wasn't easy. Anything but easy. It, it kind of looked borderline easy going into the bottom of the sixth inning, but Coors Field is Coors Field. Baseball is baseball. Crazy things can happen at any given moment, and a crazy bottom of the sixth inning where the Rockies all of a sudden couldn't do anything but hit home runs turned this game into what was a one-sided affair into what was a very, very close contest. But at the end of the day, the Brewers win. They split the four-game series on the road against Colorado, a tough place to play, and now they head to Arizona to wrap up the road trip. Welcome into Brewers Extra Innings. My name is Matt Pauley. We'll be with you for, uh, we'll get down a little around 7 o'clock or so uh, here this evening on uh, WTMJ. Uh, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine with me as well. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Call, text, or you can tweet at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Eric Lauer was really good until the sixth inning, and then the Brewers' bullpen was not fantastic. Zach Godley uh, really struggled giving up a couple home runs, but the Brewers' bullpen eventually got things back in order, and the Brewers able to push across a run in the ninth. That ends up being the difference as they win 7-6 in Colorado. We'll uh, break this thing down. It was a weird one. We'll discuss it next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. 7-6, Brewers get the win in Colorado. They split the four-game series. They had lost the first two. They come back with a win in the next two. Want to join us? You can do so by calling or texting into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. Call, text, or tweet at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine alongside Augie. The good news is the Brewers don't have to play another game in Denver this year. You got that right. You know, it, this is a typical Denver series, uh, Coors Field series. Yeah, game is never over. We talked from game one going into Coors that you got to play to 27 outs. And for the Brewers coming up big in the ninth inning in two consecutive days and uh, was a big game. And, you know, you give credit to Eric Lauer. He did throw the ball really well for five innings, giving up just the two hits. Last inning got behind a couple hitters. And But you, the, this Rocky team at home leads all of baseball at home, hitting 281 as a team. They're a team that can hit the ball out of the ballpark. They proved that they could do it today, but just a big win executing early in the game and then coming back in the ninth inning, Chase, Pe- Chase Peterson coming up with a big base hit, and then Vogie, who is 0 for 8 in the series, coming up with the, the base hit to score the winning run. A good win for the Brewers, a great series for the Brewers in that they come back and win uh, and tie the series and go 2-2. What's it like? I, I assume at some point in time you were part of an inning that kind maybe it wasn't a four home run inning, but you've been part of innings where 
Uh, it was just a quick sand inning where you could not get out of it. What is it like when you're in that inning as a pitcher like the Brewers were in in the sixth where the Rockies hit the four home runs? It, it happens quickly. You know, you look, you, look at what, you look at what Eric Lauer and the way he was pitching ball. The first inning, he, uh, you know, he, he did – he got it, had a little bit of struggles. After that, he got into that second inning and he found himself. And if I talked, we talked last time, last time out, he struggled just a little bit early. And then he got, after he got going, he pitched the, pitched the ball very well. What it would be like for him now to go through the regular routine, come in a ball game and how he would react to it, pitching in a tough place to pitch. But I thought he threw the ball very well. After going into that second inning, he got that third out, retired 10 in a row. I wouldn't say he dominated a part of the zone any one part of his own real well. I thought he was what they call effectively wild, where he used the entire strike zone. He used the ball when he needed. He got the ball down and away. He pitched the ball in with his breaking balls, but he elevated the ball. And uh, I thought he threw the ball very well for five innings. That sixth inning, he got, he got a little bit of trouble. Tapia made a night, uh, did a nice job of getting on base. Daza hits a home run on a cutter that was over the center of the plate. Story follows that with a home run where you take taking him to 3-2. But I thought Really, Eric did a nice job on the mound and also at the bat. Two sac- two sacrifices, and then he made that safety squeeze and just did a nice job and allowed the Brewers to get up 6 nothing. After that, the Rockies were able to have the beginning, but coming up in the, eighth, the ninth inning was huge. But Eric Lauer really did a nice job today. From a human being standpoint, I feel bad for Zach Godley. You know, his, his first start earlier this year, it, it got off okay, and then uh, he ended up getting injured in the game. But it, it, and then he ends up, you know, being designated for assignment. Go takes the assignment to AAA. Now he gets a second opportunity. This second opportunity comes in Denver, and he gives up the two home runs. And you know, we don't know. He's got a sixteen point two ERA. You don't know if they're going to give him another opportunity or if it's going to be another situation where they have to designate him one. Again, but it's just—it's always tough when you're one of these guys who's really, you know, that last roster spot kind of guy. When you're put into these type of situations, like he was today, that doesn't mean you don't have to perform. Like the job is still to go out there and get out, get outs, and he did not do that. Uh, but he was certainly put in a tougher situation than some are. You know, the one thing when you you get in the place where Zach Godley is, and you look back on his career, and he had some really great years uh, with the Arizona Diamondbacks. But you know, you get you have that opportunity. And his first start, he came up, it didn't go quite the way he wanted it. He got designated for assignment, had to go back. But did he go back? He went and proved it. Tried to keep improving, and he did that. You look at his his statistics in the minors. Uh, he, he was throwing the ball really well. When you get in that situation, you come up, you want to be very aggressive in the strike zone. And unfortunately, it was in a place called Denver. He threw 50 pitches. Nine of the 15 pitches were strikes. Location was maybe just not where he wanted. And Denver was, and the Rockies were able to take advantage of him. I, I, I don't know if they'll designate him for assignment. But I could see them giving him another opportunity to go out and see what he can do. It's a tough place to pitch. He came in. He's aggressive. Just got the ball over the plate. Uh, it's it's a tough time to come up and pitch in a tough place like Coors, Coors Field. And uh, it's just unfortunate. But it'll be interesting to see if they do give him an opportunity to pitch in a regular situation, maybe in a relief when they're uh, down a couple of runs. It's just to see what he can really do. 7-6, the Brewers uh, get the win in Colorado. They split the four-game series. If you want to join us, you can do so, 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Tax Line. You can tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. This is Brewers Extra Innings. 
It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. 7-6, Brewers get the win in Colorado as we continue on with Brewers Extra Innings. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. Our buddy Doug, uh, he uh, texted in. He says, uh, this is why I want Wong in the lineup when he's healthy. Huge difference. He was uh, upset the other day when Wong was not in the lineup after one day. We said, look, he's you're, you're managing an injury. He's had two oblique issues already this year, two stints on the injured list. Uh, just because somebody is healthy doesn't mean they're going to stay healthy. And part of playing a 162-game season is keeping guys healthy. So he was out. He's back in. He's going to be in more often than he's not. You're not going to get uh, any agreement from me when uh, you're upset about guys being out of the lineup because you're trying to keep them healthy. Uh, the other point he made, and this is interesting, Augie, he says the Brewers brought the wrong guy up uh, in terms of uh, relief pitchers from AAA. Should be Ashby, not Godley. Uh, Ashby's going to get here. Ashby's going to get here sooner than later. Uh, they have moved him from the starting rotation to the bullpen at Nashville just to help better prepare him for the role he is going to have in the big leagues. But at the same time, it's a really delicate line, Augie, where you bring guys up, especially when you're bringing top prospects up. You never want to rush them. You, you know, the, the development process has to get to a certain point where you feel comfortable, and there's also the like the economics and the business of baseball side of it as well, because uh, you're also going to start the clock and do that sort of things, which can have an impact on service time and club control and when you get to arbitration and depending on how much time they get that first year, whether or not they're going to qualify as a Super 2. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but even beyond the economics and the business side of things, you got to make sure that these guys are ready, and with all due respect to Doug and whoever else is out there sometimes it's not about the just the, the raw numbers that they're keston era is hitting a million at triple a and he can't hit big league hitting like it's not it doesn't always have anything to do or big league pitchy it doesn't always have any, everything to do with the numbers it has there, there's more going on there and there's people who work in baseball scouts and player development folks and everything that are that are locked in on knowing when is that time that you're going to bring somebody up so i'm look i'm not an i'm not an expert in this all I can say is there are people who work for the Brewers who are experts in this, and I will just—I don't just defer normally, but on this one, you know what? I'm just going to defer when Ashby is ready and when the club is confident that he's ready, he's going to be here. No question. I, I think when you, Matt, when you look at young players, and if you've seen the, if you look at all Brewer young players, the guys they bring up and give an opportunity early in their career to come up and see what they can do. There's certain criteria that that organizations have that they want them to go through. Taking Ashby and putting him in the ball in the bullpen, they want to have him go out over a period of times, go through the ups and downs. You're going to have good times and bad times, and it's how you handle, how you make the adjustments. And I think those are are extremely tough to go through, but it's a it's like getting going through a report and checking off the list of things you have to do with that criteria to bring him up. And is he ready yet? He's he's capable of pitching on the big league. There's no question. We all know that. We saw him in spring training. We saw the way he handles himself. We saw the the good quality stuff he does have. But still, there's that criteria you got to have before you bring him up. 
On the other hand, bringing up Zach Godley because what they, they talked on him and he's come up, he hasn't had good. Here's a guy who's a veteran pitcher. He knows what he has to, what he has to do in the big leagues. He pitched in the big leagues, didn't have success, but went down and really worked hard to get back. You're going to give a guy like that a chance a little bit quicker because you understand he's got a track record in the big leagues. You're going to give him that opportunity. These things, these variances are just a little different. We are going to see Ashby. It's going to take a little time. They're going to be a little patient, but they're going to test him in different types of, of areas down, down in the, in AAA. And they, they got people down there that know exactly how they want, want to do it. Rick Sweet is a former catcher, a major league player for a lot of years, understands what it is to pitch in the big leagues. And I'm sure Rick Sweet has his, his hands on making sure that Ashby goes through those criteria and passes the grade before they bring him up. Yeah, you mentioned Rick Sweet, and I got to work with him a little bit in the minor leagues, and he is he is such an asset to this organization. I, I don't know if you can find, and he's one of the all-time leaders in wins at the AAA level. I mean, he's been doing it for a really long time. Uh, a couple of years ago, the Brewers actually brought him up and let him be part of the coaching staff uh, in September, which I know is a, is a treat for him. But I think Brewers fans should be confident knowing that the guy who's kind of leading the way at the AAA level is somebody who is incredibly skilled at doing so. He is. He's, you know, he's a quality guy. He's not only, he's that guy that can, you know, there's two, two venues in which you get, you got to pass those criteria. It's the, the ability to command pitches and, and have all this stuff. Have the pitches that you need to pitch on a major league level. We know Ashby has that. He proved that in spring training. But it's that mental side. That mental side, when you come to the big leagues, is so important. You get three sides of the mental side. There's that physical side that you're capable of throwing pitches in the big league. It's the ability to have the right pitches to pitch in the big leagues. Those two things are very, very special. But then there's that quality. Can you come up? Can you make the adjustments? Do you have the ability to pitch sequences? Do you come in situations? Do you know how to handle yourself? When you go through tough situations, can you rebound? Those are all little things of grade levels and that criteria have to pass. And Rick Sweet is very, very good. He's a veteran. He understands it. He's a class guy, just like you said, Matt, a great guy to have in AAA. Brewers get the win today over the Rockies to split the four-game series. They won yesterday 6-5. They come back today with a uh, 7-6 win, and now they head to Arizona. Want to join us? You can do so by calling or texting into the Yankee Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620 or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley. Seven six Brewers win in Colorado to split the four game series. Brewers extra innings continues here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine, alongside as well. And Augie, it's uh, you look at what happened after that six run sixth inning today because that, uh, everything went so bad so quickly. But so much credit, I also think, deserves to go to the rest of the bullpen. Hobie Milner came. Hobie Milner is probably the unsung hero of this game because he's the guy who gets out of that inning. And then Brent Suter and Devin Williams and Brad Boxberger on a day that evidently Josh Hader was not available, they come in and they really do a nice job. After you give up six runs, that's I think I used the term quicksand earlier. That's a game where a lot of times you would have seen the Rockies maybe follow that up with one or two more runs in the seventh and a run or two in the eighth inning and kind of you know take that lead and then extend that lead out. 
the Brewers, to their credit, and it's because of those guys I mentioned, Milner, Suter, Williams, and Boxberger, they, they kept this game in position where the hitters could push across a run in the ninth inning for the win. Yeah, it's a bullpen. It's having that good bullpen that, you know, Zach came in after Eric struggled a little bit. Zach came in and, and struggled a little bit. But, you know, Hobie, Hobie Miller comes in. He gives you that different look. And we talked last week about it. It's just that he sometimes gets under that slider, that breaking ball that he does, that flattens out and gets him in a little bit of trouble. But when he stays on top of it, even though he throws from the side, you keep your hand on top of the ball, you get that good, solid movement. I thought today... In a tough place to pitch like Colorado, he stayed on top of the ball, made some really good pitches, did give up a couple of hits, but stayed on top and got hit, they hit the ball on the ground. That's what they wanted to do. And, and Brett Suter continues. He's the kind of guy that, you know, he likes to pitch every day. He's, you're going to see him probably in the future being used more. He's done it all year. He's that guy that comes in. He's your win guy. He's got like eight wins now out of the bullpen and he's one of those guys. And, and, and Devin threw the ball very well today. He struck out three guys, but you got that second closer. Boxberger is such an important part when you come in the ball game late when you can't use Josh to finish guys off. It looks like he can elevate himself and make those good pitches, but this bullpen really stepped up after after that happened and really did a nice job. And there's a lot of unsung heroes. I thought another part, Matt, that we could talk a little bit about is Jace Peterson coming off the bench. He gets the base hit, but I don't know if you noticed it. He stole second base. How, why did he steal second base? Bard was not paying attention to him. Mm -hmm. He was just coming down, didn't give him a good look. Jay saw that. Good baseball instincts to steal that base. What did it do? It just set it up for Vogie to come up, get that base hit, and to score the winning run. So there were a lot of key factors from extra guys. You brought the bullpen up, and the bullpen did an excellent job after they scored the six runs. But a little key thing in that last inning with Peters coming up with that big base hit, noticing that Bard's not paying attention, steal second base in that big seven pitch at bat by Vogie, the drive in the winning run, paid off big uh, to help the Brewers win this ball game. Yeah, no, and Bart even like you know kind of touched himself, you know, to tapped himself in the chest to say, "Hey, that was on me when he gave up the uh, the stolen base." Here's a few. I got a I got a crazy one for you here, Augie. Uh, Colton Wong becomes the second Brewers leadoff batter to ever have three hits and three RBIs in a game at Coors Field. The only other player to ever do that was Marquise Grissom in September of 1999, but also in that exact same game, Augie, that is also the only other game in the history of the series between these two teams where the Rockies hit four home runs against the Brewers and lost. Isn't that amazing? It's Coors yeah. Field. These, it's just crazy the things that go on. And Colton is, I mean, he was on fire. He's a key today. He, you know, he got the Brewers going. But to, to see the way that these funny things happen, and you brought some, this whole series, you've been bringing up these interesting tidbits that they only can happen at Coors Field. It's a, just a wild place to play. But uh, the home runs, we know that they, they, we know that Colorado can hit run, hit home runs, they do it. But there are a lot of key things in today's ball game that really helped this Brewers win. Colton Wong was big. I thought Laura was with the sacrifices was big. I thought Derek Fisher was big, hitting the, starting off a triple, making that great break on that, that safety squeeze that Laura did. A lot of key things helped this helped this, this team win this ball game and to yep. tie this series and propel them into going into Arizona. So it was a really good, solid win for the Brewers. 
Eric Lauer actually ties the franchise record for most uh, sacrifice bunts in a game. He's one of four players who have done it. The last was uh, was Marco Estrada back in uh, 2011. Uh, we got a text message uh, earlier from uh, Mike in Colorado saying how he loved the sacrifice bunts and how all three led to it to three runs scored. Augie, you'll never hear me complaining about pitchers putting down bunts. You'll never hear me. Like, I'm, I am good with pitchers putting down bunts. But Lauer did his job today. The Lauer well, we, did his job. He did. In the first two times, Bradley Jr. had gotten on base, but base hit and walk and led to a run. I, I thought the last one, it was a, a three-two-strike two, two, uh, two pitch, and he was able to put that ball in play. Not only put it in play, but put it in play where Derek Fisher could get that good jump off of third base and score easily. So, uh, you know, just good execution. Execution is so important. And, uh, you know, I, I know we talk a lot about sacks and, and sacrifice bunts, and we, we don't say a lot about it, but uh, today it really paid off for the Brewers. Aaron in Illinois tweeting in says this could prove to be an important win later in the year. Brad Boxberger is becoming a nice spell for a hater. He asked uh, whether or not Boxberger has closed out games prior to being a Brewer, and he absolutely has. He was an all-star closer. He had 41 saves in 2015 with Tampa Bay. He had 32 saves in uh, in 2018 with Arizona. So that kind of goes back to what you were saying just a moment ago, Augie. It is, it's such a nice thing. You've got a seventh-inning guy in Boxberger, but because he's got that closing experience, it, especially in a year where Devin Williams has not been as dominant consistently as he was last year, and he was very good tonight, but it really allows you to just keep Williams in that eighth inning spot, give him that comfort level, the consistency of always being in that spot, and you you can be completely confident taking a former all-star closer in Boxberger and putting him into that ninth inning position. I, t- I tell you, Matt, I give, I give David Sturz and Matt Arnold a lot of credit. I know Matt Arnold knows the the, the uh, Tampa Bay team really well where Boxberger was and understands it. But they have that insight to say, you know what, we understand Devin Williams did something that is not almost not human in baseball, what he did last year he was so good. But to have a guy with that experience who can come in and pitch and give Josh Hader a break is so important, and it's paid off a lot. You're seeing him coming in the games in those tough spots. He understands it. He's relaxed. He's made some really good pitches. He's had some struggle outings. There's no question he's that. Everybody does. But having that second closer really has pay, paid off, played off big, and that was a good point you made by, by what he has done in the past. It's really proven that he's capable of doing it. Good win today for the Brewers as they're able to split the series in uh, Colorado. More importantly, Augie, not only do they split the series, they're able to split, get, uh, what is it, uh, split from Colorado. You know where I'm trying. I was, I was trying to be funny. I just failed. I failed. Good try. Good try. Oh, I, that was a long game. It's a, I, I feel like I've been a pitcher at Coors Field the last four days. No, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll hear the post-game comments of Manager Craig Council. We'll do that next. Brewers uh, get the win, get the split. Now they're going to split. There we go. Back with more in a moment on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. 7-6, Brewers get the win in Colorado. Now they're headed to Arizona for a three-game series. The Brewers split the four-gamer against the Rockies. Manager Craig Council uh, spent some time speaking with the media just a little while ago, opened up his comments uh, discussing the starting pitching performance of Eric Lauer. I mean, he pitched great five innings. Um, you know, maybe may have got a little tired at the end there, um, but he was really sharp for the first five, and uh, it just it just happened really fast. It was you know it was one of those innings where um, 
you know, we, we, it happens fast. And then they hit a bunch of homers too. So that, that's going to cause runs to go on the board fast. So, uh, sometimes that's how it works. Uh, it's not something you see every day or expect, but it, but it happened. Um, and you know, there's no question of course field plays a part in it. Craig, so many good at bats for your guys late. Um, I mean, the Omar one stands out, but, but to get those runs, Jace with the good at bat and Vogelbach two strikes, just, it was kind of a, a, a couple of nights where your guys put together some really nice ABs. Yeah, I, I thought late in the game, you know, we kind of had a dry spell mid-game. mid, mid, mid game, but, but late in the ninth inning, last couple, two nights, man, we've been been really tough on them. Um, Jace had an outstanding at bat, ran the bases really, really well. Some little under, the stolen base goes a little bit unnoticed, but huge stolen base there. Um, very aggressive slide into home that I, I think helped, helped the make it really hard for the catcher. Um, and then obviously Vogie just battling with two strikes as well. Um, doing, doing a really good job. So, uh, but that's how it works here. You just, you can't give, give anything in because everything seems to matter. I mean, I think, you know, we're in the stretch. See, it's four here. It, it's, I think it's five, five, one run games in the last seven. So it's just, it just tells you that how much everything little thing matters um, in these games. And fortunately we, we came out on top and kept battling today. What about Colton and his success on first pitch, those first three at bats, how productive he was. Yeah. I mean, it was, he had a great day for sure. Um, and got pitches to hit and, uh, did something good with him quickly, so we'll take it for sure. Um, you know, we we jumped out nice. We had great at bats early in the game. A lot of opposite field, um, just getting stuff out over the plate against against uh, Gonzalez, which was important. So we did a nice job against them. Hey Craig, just uh, what do you think of the job of your bullpen after after Godley? It seemed like uh, Brent, Devin, both sharp, and then you had Boxberger close it out. Yeah, I mean even Holby just just to kind of stopped the, stopped the bleeding in that inning, um, came in and got a couple outs to finish it. So, you know, it, it, you, you finish a four-game series here in Coors Field and, and your bullpen is is going to be a little tired. Um, and, and that's that's the spot we're in. But, um, you know, Brent pitching on, on his third day in a row, it's probably the first time in his career he's done that. Um, and then Devin and Box were, uh, were really sharp today. You're muted, Tom. My apologies. Um, you obviously had decided that Josh was off limits, so you didn't want to do that. Yeah. yeah, no. If just look at the last ten days with Josh, it's 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 just been a, a lot. So we, were, we he was down today for sure. Yeah. Hey, Craig, you mentioned this just that um, it was Brent's third time in a row. Was this a case where you know ideally maybe you would have wanted to stay away from him, but it just didn't. Uh, yeah. Didn't yeah that's, that's that's definitely the case. Yeah. Jason, like with, with with Godley, like what do you think sort of like went wrong there in the in the six for him? Yeah, I mean, he just they, he got some pitches over the middle of the plate and they they put him in the air. Craig, Craig splits are really good when you lose the first two games. Not good for them, good for you. Um, and you go into the ninth inning last night, you know, on the verge of losing three in a row. You split it. I mean, it's just a completely different feeling, isn't it? Yeah. I, uh, it, it, it's, it's more than anything. It's just a function of the games here. You, you know, you, you never feel like you're in command of a game. You never feel like you're out of a game, and, and you have to play it like that. Um, and our guys did a nice job of that. Um, it's it, it's just the way this place is. Um, you, you expect it almost. You know, you grind through a four-game series here. Um, it, 
you know, it, it takes a little bit of toll. But our guys, I was proud of how our guys, you know, you lose a six-run lead and it's it's deflating. There's no there's no other way to say that. But um, to come out with a win after losing that lead, it's it's a, it's a credit to a credit to those guys. That's Manager Craig Council speaking just a little while ago. Brewers get the win in Colorado 7-6. They split the four-game series. How does it all go down today? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 7-6, Brewers get the win over the Rockies. Eric Lauer, the starting pitcher today for the crew. Chichi Gonzalez getting the start for the Rockies, for uh, the Brewers. Uh, they would get things rolling early in the first inning. It all gets started with Colton Wong, first pitch of the day. Colton Wong digs in, first pitch from Chichi Gonzalez. Swinging a ground ball, hit towards the middle. It's a base hit. One pitch into the game, and the Brewers have their first base runner. That would become a theme, by the way. More on that in a moment. Daniel Vogelback then gets a base hit. There's an air uh, on that play as well. That would bring up Christian Yelich. He would reach on a fielder's choice. Wong scores. Vogelback out at second. It's a one nothing game. Omar Nervaez then a base hit. That moves Yelich up to second. And with two outs, Derek Fisher is at the plate. The 1-1. Fisher, line drive, base hit, left field. Yelich is going to come around and score. And the Brewers have a 2-0 lead. And streaking to third base on the play is Omar Narvaez. Derek Fisher is first hit as a Brewer. They add to that lead in the second inning. Jackie Bradley Jr. leads the inning off with a base hit. Eric Lauer then puts down a sacrifice bunt. That moves Bradley to second. Colton Wong comes up, the first pitch that he sees. Colton Wong at the plate, first pitch to him, swing and a fly ball hit to left, back Tapia, still back, warning track, it is gone, Colton Wong with a two-run home run, make it 4 nothing Brewers. So two pitches Colton Wong had seen at that point, a base hit and a home run as he was swinging first pitch each time, and the Brewers have a 4 nothing lead. All the while, Eric Lauer was doing a pretty nice job as he was rolling along. He seems to pitch well against NL West opponents. We've seen him pitch really well against the Dodgers and the Padres this year. And he's uh, coming up with a lot of strikeouts today. Third inning, two outs, Trevor Story at the plate. One-two pitch. Swing and a miss. Got him with a fastball elevated. Story strikes out, and Lauer has thrown three scoreless, and he has struck out four. And the Brewers would add to their lead in the fourth inning with one out. Jackie Bradley walks. He is sacrificed a second by Lauer. Another sacrifice for him, and it brings up Colton Wong. Gonzalez first offering to Wong, and it's first pitch swinging again, and it's a ground ball through the right side for a base hit. Bradley's around third. He's going to score, and Colton Wong drives in another, and the Brewers' lead is now 5 to nothing. Eric Lauer still putting up a zero as the game moves into the fifth inning with one out in the fifth. Dom Nunez at the plate. 2-2 again. Strike three called. Got him on a front door breaking ball. Strikeout number five for Lauer. He's retired nine in a row. That would be Lauer's final strikeout that he would record. Next hitter, his counterpart, Chichi Gonzalez. Lauer rocks and fires to Chichi. Swing and a fly ball hit to center. Jackie Bradley Jr. is there. Makes the catch. It's another 1-2-3 inning for Eric Lauer. He's retired 10 in a row. 
We didn't know it then, but that would be the final out that he would record. More on that in a moment. To the sixth inning, it all gets rolling for the Brewers with Derek Fisher at the plate. Pitch to Derek Fisher, grounded sharply down the right field line. It's headed towards the corner. Fisher's going to have at least two. Picking up the third base coach, Jason Lane. Fisher trying for three. Here's the throw. It's not in time. It's a triple for Derek Fisher. After a strikeout from Luis Arias, a pitching change, Chi-Chi Gonzalez done. Ben Bowden comes into the game. He would walk Jackie Bradley Jr., and that would bring up a guy who had already put down two sacrifice bunts in Eric Lauer. 1-2, bunted, first base. That's going to bring home a run. It's a squeeze bunt from Eric Lauer. He gets it done. Fisher got a great jump down the third baseline. The Brewers tack on another, an RBI for Lauer. 6-0, Brewers lead. They're just rolling to victory, right? Well, as Lee Corso likes to say, not so fast, my friends. To the bottom of the sixth inning, Eric Lauer back out for his sixth inning of work. First uh, battery faces is Rymel Tapia. He gets a base hit. That brings up Jonathan Daza. The 1-0. Swing and a fly ball hit to left. Yelich back and just watching. Jonathan Daza has hit a two-run home run. The shutout is gone. It's now 6-2. Turns out this inning is only getting started. Next hitter, Trevor Story. Story waits on a 3-2 pitch from Lauer. Fly ball deep left. This ball is crushed. Trevor Story with his sixth home run of the season. The Rockies have gone back-to-back, and the Brewers' lead is cut in half. And Eric Lauer's day is done. Zach Godley comes in. First batter he faces, Charlie Blackman. He gets a base hit. That brings up C.J. Crone. Pitching from behind, Godley. Pitch swung on. That's launched to left. Another home run hit by Colorado. And just like that, it's 6-5. It's a five-run sixth inning. And they've hit three home runs in this sixth. Yeah, three home runs. You're not going to hit more than three home runs in an inning, right? Well, Josh Fuentes had something to say about that. Godley throws home. That's a fly ball hit to left. Yelich back. Warning track. Tie game. Fourth home run of the inning for the Rockies, and that time Fuentes just reached out and poked it over the wall. That could not have gone much worse for the Brewers. A 6-0 lead erased. In just that short amount of time, that end of the day for Zach Godley, Hobie Milner then comes in, gets Dom Nunez to uh, strike out. Then uh, Connor Joe would get a base hit. Ramel Tapia would get a base hit as well. But it would bring up with two outs, Jonathan Daza. Final of the sixth, two outs, 0-1. Daza off the end of his bat, back to the pitcher. Milner has it, flips to Vogel back in the inning, mercilessly comes to an end. Yeah. So uh, even though Milner gives up a couple hits, he gets out of the inning. That is key. But the game all of a sudden 6-6. Carlos Estevez in to pitch for the Rockies in the seventh. Puts up a zero. Brent Zuter puts up a, a Suter, excuse me, puts up a zero of his own in the seventh inning. As we move along to the eighth inning, Devin Williams in to pitch for the Brewers. First battery faces Joshua Fuentes. 2-2 pitch. Struck him out with a changeup. Devin Williams gets Josh Fuentes. For the first out here in the eighth inning. Next hitter, Dom Nunez. 0-2 on Nunez. Swing and a miss. Pops in and out of the glove of Narvaez. He'll throw to first to complete the strikeout. And then Ryan McMahon comes up as a pinch hitter. 
2-2 pitch. McMahon chokes up. Here it is. Struck him out with a changeup. Williams strikes out the side in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, that was impressive from Devin Williams. Brewers coming to the plate in the ninth inning. It is a 6-6 game. New pitcher Daniel Bard replacing Carlos Estevez. First batter he faces is Jace Peterson. 2-2 pitch. Swing a ground ball sharply hit through the middle of base hit. Jace Peterson pinch hit single to open up the inning in the ninth for the Brewers. Colton Wong then comes up to the plate on the first pitch he sees. That's been a... Uh, a theme in this game. First pitch that Wong sees, he ends up flying out, but Peterson steals second, and Daniel Vogelback is at the plate. Here's the pitch. Swing and a line drive, base hit right field. Jace Peterson is going to be sent around third. Here's the throw home. He's safe at the plate. Vogelback is able to get back to first. Now the ball gets into shallow right, and Vogelback trying to get to second. Here's the throw there, and he is out at second base. Vogelback got the RBI base hit, could not advance, and that gets the Brewers the lead, 7-6. Bottom of the ninth inning, Josh Hader gets a day off. Brad Boxberger in, first battery faces. Rymel Tapia, he grounds out. Then Jonathan Diaz grounds out as well. So two outs, Trevor Story gets a base hit. So Charlie Blackman comes to the plate representing the winning run. Boxberger delivers, swinging a bouncer, hit towards first, a fair ball picked up by Peterson, steps on the bag, and the ball game is over. The Brewers go to Denver and split the four-game series with the Rockies thanks to a 7-6 victory here this afternoon. With the win, the Brewers go to 40-32, and 32, while the Rockies, they drop to 30-43, and 43, winning totals for the crew. Seven runs, 12 hits, no errors. They leave six. For Colorado, six runs, 12 hits, three errors. They leave seven. Winning pitcher Devin Williams, he is 3-1. and one. The loss to Bard, he's 3-4. and four. Boxberger, his third save of the year. Home runs, Colton Wong, his fifth for the Rockies. Daza, his second. Story, his sixth. Crone, his ninth. Fuentes hits his sixth of the year. The game lasting three hours and 35 minutes played in front of a crowd of 34,224 folks at Coors Field. We'll return. We'll preview the Arizona series. We'll give you some scores from around baseball, and we'll get out of here. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. 7-6 Brewers come away with the win in Colorado. They split the four-game series elsewhere around the division. Cubs win today. They defeat the Marlins at 2-0. Uh, the Cubs uh, had Alc Mills on the mound. He went five scoreless, giving up just six hits, three strikeouts, and no walks. Only one RBI in the game as one run scored uh, without it uh, being driven in as uh, Jack Peterson had the only RBI of the game for the Cubs. Low-scoring contest. Cardinals and Braves playing a doubleheader today. First game goes to the Cardinals by a 9-1 score. This was a doubleheader game, so Adam Wainwright throws a complete game, which was seven innings, giving up one run on three hits. The two teams are in the middle of game number two, and the Braves lead by a 1-0 score. Kwon Yum Kim on the mound for the Cardinals has given up one run on two hits in three innings. Reds lose to the Padres 3-2 as uh, they had uh, Luis Castillo on the mound. He did. This might make Brewers fans feel okay. He pitched pretty pretty well. It's not just the Brewers that he beats. Castillo, not they beat, but he pitched well. Six innings, three runs, two earned on six hits, seven strikeouts, three walks. He does, however, take the loss. And the Pirates lose to the Indians by a 2-1 score. Standings right now in the National League Central. 
the Brewers and the Cubs, they are tied atop the division with a record of 40-32. and 32. Cardinals are three and a half back. They'll either be three or four back, depending if they win or lose that game they're playing right now. The Reds, four back, and the Pirates, they are sitting 14 games back in the division. So this continues to really be a four-team race in the division, uh, and uh, the Brewers and Cubs so far have been the class of the division. As far as the Brewers' minor league affiliates, AAA Nashville playing at Gwinnett. Nashville wins by a 6-2 score. Uh, AA Biloxi, they play a doubleheader at Rocket City, win game one, no, excuse me, lose game one, 3-2, and then end up losing uh, game two, 6-1. So they get swept in that doubleheader. The Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, they get rained out at Quad Cities, and the Carolina Mudcats, they get rained out at home against Fayetteville. Brewers get set to open up a series at Arizona coming up tomorrow. The Brewers will have Brett Anderson on the mound. The left-handed pitcher comes in with a 2-4 and record, a 4.24 ERA. Diamondbacks will oppose with Merrill Kelly. He's 2-7 and with a 5.40 ERA. 8.41st pitch. That means our coverage is set to uh, begin at 8.05. And I will be back with you after the game in the wee hours of the morning, potentially, depending on how long the game goes. But we will have it for you. Brewers X turnings following uh, Monday's contest. So the Brewers, they come up with the win today, 7-6 over Colorado. We'll talk to you uh, coming up after the Diamondbacks game here on WTMJ.